one, go. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Watchers. My name is Tyler. And I'm Clay. This is The Watchers, as Gonzo just stated. This is a podcast to break down Marvel films, shows, and specials. Give our thoughts, opinions, uh, maybe even answer a couple of your questions. But, <laughs> per the usual, tell me, Gonzo, how was your day? Uh, it was a, it's a good day. I have the late night shift. So, uh, went to bed at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, woke up at 2 today. Uh, but I'm well rested ready to go to talk about this uh this film how about yourself uh pretty good day as well i uh had no business but i also stayed up really late and then i did not sleep until two i slept in until like 9 30 10 watched some cod uh unfortunately the boys in green did not take a dub today Mm. really unlucky sorry about that it's all right we play again on sunday against like the other titan of the league hopefully we play better then uh, outside yeah. of that, you know, I'm also pretty ecstatic to uh, bring this commentary and this breakdown for the people for this film. Yeah, but I am too. Well, first of all, Gonzo, tell what are me, we covering? yeah, what what are we covering? Because I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Well, we're finishing out the trilogy of, of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, and we are. Breaking down Spider-Man No Way Home. We sure are. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty excited about this because I had some hot takes back in the day about this film. Yeah. So yeah, let's see if uh, my notes and my, my, my conversation backs up that hot take. We're going to have to wait and find yeah. out. But before... Yeah. I have a... Yeah. I was going to say... a question. Oh. Do you have any uh, uh, facts? And stats. <laughs> Oh, that was funny on my end. Um, yeah, I do, actually. Start with the numbers, okay. per the usual. Budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Budget. We're looking at 200 M's. Okay. That's a low... I mean, I don't want to say it's a low amount. I'd love to have 200 M's, but... I'd say that's average. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. for what what went on in this movie, I almost feel like it's yeah. low. Their budget happened to be $1.92 billion dollars. Uh, Damn. just under that two mark. So yeah, it, it really didn't meet its expectations at all. I guess not. No. I mean, the return was super poor, uh, <laughs> almost 10 X. Nine billion is absurd. That's an absurd amount of money to make for a movie. Um, yeah. wow. A couple stats for you guys, or a couple facts, I should say, uh, Morgan, Tony's daughter from mm-hmm. Endgame and Tom Holland's brother were supposed to be in this movie and actually did some shooting, but they were cut during post. Um, mm. I don't really know. Uh, I believe Tom Holland's brother was supposed to be like a drug dealer on like a corner uh, that he was supposed to like just like randomly see. And I don't remember exactly what uh, Morgan's character was going to be doing, but I thought Tom Holland's brother was a stunt double for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. And he was in the Spider-Man suit as well, but I could be wrong. I didn't read anything uh, about that, sure. but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. wasn't there, so I don't, you know, I don't know. Mm. Um, the next mm. one being is that this movie was originally supposed to be based around Craven the Hunter. Uh, really? Yeah, but they ended up scrapping that. Wow. Which I thought was a little bit interesting. It's nice that we still are going to get a Craven movie, um, but I wanted to know like their thought process of how they were going to execute that, and then their pivot to make No Way Home very different. Yeah, um, I so. th- think maybe because they're like planned for like the multiverse 
they were like, okay, well, we kind of have to include something in that. But maybe they could have pulled Craven from the multiverse. Yeah. But uh, and then yeah. per the usual, um, this was actually the number one top grossing film in 2021. We had Docker. And in number and th- in, in top three, we had number one, Spider Man No Way Home, number two, Shang Chi, and number three, Venom, mm. Let There Be Carnage. So wow. I mean, great superhero year, 2021. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, all... And way to end it off, too, because this, this movie came out in December. Did. And it was a banger. Yeah, it was, it was a great way to uh, close out 2021. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> With that being said, though, are we ready? Ooh. I'm ready for Act 1. I'm ready to dive in. D- dive in. I think for his birthday, I should have got him some freaking voice lessons. Holy cow, guy. <laughs> I purposely butchered it. Sure, sure, I, sure, sure. I, sure. Have, I have a voice of an angel. Sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, act one, like like our last uh, movie breakdown, we are going to be doing the, the points. Uh, I feel like yeah. you guys really liked that. Uh, it really helps us out, and it kind of smooths it over. So that's how we're going to do it for this episode mm-hmm. as well and moving forward. So first point being that the Department of Damage Control goes to Peter's home and arrests everybody close to Peter, including himself. Uh, mm-hmm. Peter and May uh, end up staying at Happy's home to be safe because the news is now out that, you know, he's Spider-Man. Um, him, MJ, and Ned all get rejected from the MIT and the MIT letter states, due to recent controversy, they cannot consider their applications, which puts some guilt mm. on Peter because obviously he is the one in the controversy. Yeah. Peter goes to Doctor Strange to ask uh, for help, possibly rewinding time, something along those lines. Doctor Strange says he doesn't even have the time stone, but he is able to cast a spell making everyone forget who he is. Peter keeps interrupting Strange during the process, making the ritual go bad. Peter goes to speak with a counselor about trying to plead MJ and Ned's, Ned's case about getting into MIT when he gets his tingle and is ambushed by Doc Ock. Mm. Doc Ock grabs his nanotech and forms it into his tentacles, which allows Peter to control them, making Doc Ock useless. Peter gets another tingle and sees Green Goblin, but Doctor mm. Strange's sling ring portal takes him away. Doctor Strange tells Peter during the spell. He brought everyone who knows Peter Parker in every universe to theirs. Dr. Strange gives him a weapon that can beam the the bad people, the Sinister Six, whatever we're going to call them, the villains, yeah. into a cell in the basement of the Sanctum and tells them, tells him and MJ and Ned to go get the rest. And that right there is going to mm. be Act 1. Great bang, job. Bang, bang, Great bang, bang, bang. Act 1. Short and simple. Yeah. Um. Well, my first opening thought for this film, uh, beautiful segue from Far From Home, mm-hmm. literally starts where it ended. Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing. Wish we would have got an F-bomb, but, you know, uh, it's the MCU, family friendly, you know? Yep. Um, when uh, that whole thing's going on, his uh, identif- uh, identity's revealed and all that stuff, and he's swinging MJ mm-hmm. all around the city, I mean... He's holding a good amount of weight, but the grip strength on MJ is nuts as well. To hold on for that long, I feel like, would be extremely exhausting. 
definitely, no, it definitely be extremely exhausting. But your adrenaline is pumping. Like your brain is in fight That's or true. flight. So like, I don't yeah. think, I don't even think she has control of her fingers at that point. Like her, her body is just locked, and they yeah. will not come apart no matter what. You know what I mean? Like hmm. her adrenaline's got to die down for her body to like loosen up again. Because I imagine she's just yeah. as stiff as a board. Just oh my god. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, and then I wanted to jump to uh, when Matt Murdock comes in, the man, and talking about, yeah, talking about uh, Peter's uh, lawsuit and everything. Uh, the cases, actually, um, and it shows the news of Happy Hogan, and that photo is comedy. That photo's crazy. I love. It. And he even said it's sure a good thing they use a good photo, which is nuts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that photo's from. Uh, Iron Man three, three mm-hmm. right? Yeah, back I when he had hair. Similar. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you know this, but I saw an article. Is it? Did you know that Matt Murdock? I don't know his name. The the Charlie Cox the character that play, Charlie Charlie Cox, the actor that plays him, has a problem giving people eye contact mm-hmm. now because he's played a blind person. Yep. for a good amount of his career. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be super annoying, and I'm happy he's a little. Like he's self-aware about it, though, you know. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure I saw the same article because there was like a, it was like a bunch of actors that haven't been the same since a since a role. Yeah. 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 I, that's exactly where I got it from. Forgot where it was from though. Oh my god! What's his? I can't think of his name. Elvis. Talking about Elvis? No. The. Uh, Doesn't matter. Continue. Oh. Okay. Um. I have a question. Would you go to school? Evan Peters. Oh, my God. It just came to me. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, the same article, it was just saying how Evan Peters hasn't been the same since he played uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, oh, that's right. Like, his alcohol- yep. alcoholism got a lot worse, and um, mm-hmm. he's, like, a lot more antisocial, apparently, uh, which is really mm-hmm. sad. I really like Evan Peters. Sorry. I It just yeah. it came to me. I had to blurt it out or else I was going to lose it again. You said something about going yeah. to school. Um, If that all came out. Yeah. Your identity and everything. Yeah. Are you going to school? And you're you're like basically um I can't find the word, but you're looked at as a villain. Public enemy basically. number one, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to school, you know. I might get shot. Even though I have my spider senses it, the tangle. I, I you know. The issue though is that he's trying to prove to the people that he is not a villain. And by, okay. you know what I mean? Like showing that he's still going yeah. to school, stuff like that shows that he isn't afraid of what's happening because he knows he didn't do anything wrong. Kind of helps prove his yeah. case. Um, mm-hmm. You know me in school. I wouldn't have gone because <laughs> Anyways. I was gonna, like, if I slept in for an extra two minutes, I was missing the day. It didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, personally, I'm going to say no, but I can see why he did it. Um, okay. And he, yeah, it, that's, the that's crowd was point. split pretty 50-50. You know, like, that's what they were saying in the movie. Like, half the crowd is for Peter, the other half's against him. And then there was one guy that kept talking about MJ wanting her babies. Um, mm. Are you going to have a spider babies? And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're talking to a high schooler. Yeah. you got to calm it down, like, a little bit. <laughs> like, I was sus. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I kind of just, I had a couple notes, but I don't see them being too important. I kind of just wanted to jump to one of the main points is when they, when Peter goes to Dr. Strange mm-hmm. and um, is asking 
about oh, they they form the forgetting spell i don't know what the, the spell's name is uh, he said it once no, and i'm like, not even going to try to say it yeah there was like eight uh, apostrophes gonna, in there <laughs> yeah i'm just going to call it the forgetting okay the, the forgetting spell um the game planning for that spell god awful yeah uh i honestly don't really think it's peter's fault it's i feel like doctor strange would you know be like mm. okay everybody's going to forget you you know, do you want anybody that knows still to know? I feel like that's a common, like just a common sense question to ask. But Doctor Strange isn't close with Peter like that. So I imagine Doctor Strange just thinks nobody knows that he's Peter Parker. Or okay, he's Spider-Man, you know what I mean? So he would just be like, okay, you don't want anybody to know like it was when I met you on Endgame from his mentality. Yeah, would would you want, uh, well, they meant in Infinity War. Oh, my bad. My bad. Um, no, you're good. Uh, but, like, wouldn't... Because Doctor Strange obviously cares about Peter. So wouldn't he be like, well, I want to still know you as Peter, you know? And then wouldn't that question pop up in his mind saying, like, oh, maybe some other people... I'm not going to... I'm not putting the whole blame on Doctor Strange. I think it was an... Equ- I think the planning portion was just horrendous, just in general. Okay. They both could have stepped it, up there. I think it's both parts. Yeah, but... Th- Doctor Strange was just like, this is all your fault. That and I agree I don't with. really agree with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we get to the, the bridge scene where we see Dr. Octavius and the Green Goblin. I thought both. I mean, we didn't really see. We saw Green Goblin for a glimpse. But uh, the Dr. Octavius scenes were amazing. Um, it's still like. It's still interesting. Because um, Dr. Octavius doesn't really have powers. He just has the arms. And he's just smashing cars. And they're just exploding. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would burn you a good amount. But still. Yeah. I still sure. love it. Yeah. Um, and then the Green Goblin. Such a great entrance. Of course. The green ball coming in. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Um, and that's pretty much all I got for my first uh first act brother okay well i'm gonna start my notes off it's not even in act one but i'm gonna say it now and i'm gonna say it at the end because of how much it means to me and i feel like it will also mean a lot to you imagine how much better this movie would have been if the entire plot and everything about it wasn't spoiled six months before it came out it, oh, it would have been amazing. Because like we amazing. going into it, we're like, oh, when are the other Spider-Men going to come in? When do we see Green Goblin? When do we see Doc Ock? When do we see Sandman? Instead of being like, oh my God, was that Green Goblin? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It frustrated That's the heck sh- out of me. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, it was like, there wasn't really much. I mean, there was leaks of Andrew Garfield's and Toby Spider-Man in the film. But that was, I feel like, later on. But I feel like when the the trailers came out, it just was like a kind of a tell. Like, okay, well, Green Goblin, Dr. Davius, Electro's in this. Mm-hmm. Both of the Spider-Mans have to be in this. They're not going to just like only get the villains, you know? That's why trailers are so frustrating because they kind of reveal, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, the plot. Um, but I do agree. I, it would have been amazing. It was still really cool to see, obviously. Um but I feel like the moment in the theater would have been a little bit more sweeter. A little bit is an know. understatement, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Dailybugle.net is just crazy disrespect. I just had to put that out there. Uh, yeah, Jameson deserves better. 
Um, and mm-hmm. to kind of touch on exactly what you were saying, one of your first points, uh, I love how this movie picked up right where it left off. I feel like yeah. uh, I wish more sequels did that. And I think that's why Lord of the Rings really stood out so much. Uh, talking about like the heavy hitter universe movies back in the day, you know, you yeah. had Harry Potter, you had Lord of the Rings and I can't think of like the major other one of that time. Uh, Star Wars, I think. Um, Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, but Lord of the Rings won all the awards, and I think it's strictly because if you binge them, if you dedicate, like, I don't know, 180 hours, because the director's cuts are each 17 hours, um, yeah. it picks up right where it leaves off. It's it's just so nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm a huge – I think you can agree I'm a huge fan of where they just they just pick up right where they left off. Yeah. It doesn't, like, jump ahead mm-hmm. to, like, a whole different, like, type of story. Yeah. I think it's really it's really cool to see. You have a spider, a fly? No, just something floating. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's just hanging out. Um, yeah. And uh, I like this little detail because uh, obviously Peter and MJ, they're, they're in their relationship. Things are obviously a little bit still new. Um, mm-hmm. And as Peter is helping her through the window as they're swinging around trying to find a place to hide and they end up going back to Peter's house, he opens the window for her and like kind of helps her in and he like touches her yeah, butt yeah. and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like. Sorry. Yeah. I, I just loved it. Um, yeah. Peter got Agreed. yoked. Tom got Huge. yoked for this movie. Huge. I'm pretty sure I said that in the first one and in the second one, but he is built in this movie. Yeah. Um, what I really like is like you – there's like little – for every single one of the movies, there's like little progression of his muscle growth. Oh, yeah. Which I think – it's not like just like he's shredded right off the rip. Yeah. Know, and he stays shredded. Yeah. Um it's like slow growth. It was cool. Yeah. It, and it also makes sense because in homecoming, he's 15. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, I've seen some 15 year olds that look like they've been on trend since they were seven, but for the most part, you know, they're not like that. Yeah. Um, and I, when he walked into the sanctum, something I was, I, as I was like watching this movie, I was like, Oh my God, I wish I had this. Wong is mm-hmm. coming from, uh, the sanctum, uh, that was in, uh, Multiverse of Madness, bringing some suitcases in, and then opens a new one, brings those suitcases somewhere else. Having a sling ring would be so nice for moving. Could you imagine oh, how much so easier nice. our lives would have oh. been? Just Dude. all right, and save so much money. I would, yeah. Oh, m- m- time, money, patience. Oh my yeah. god, it could have been so nice. Oh, when I was down there we for, been for Christmas, right off the rip. Yo, of course. Of course. Yeah. When I was down there for Christmas, I could have just helped you shove everything into the garage and then figured it all yeah. out. Like, oh my god, oh. it'd be nice. Put Shelly in a huge portal right in the garage. Yeah, just open a huge portal, drive her through, call it good. Um, that would be nuts. I saw a, and then I I saw like uh, someone on Reddit talk about this, and I kind of I really enjoyed the way that they were describing it. I'm gonna butcher their whole, th- not really a theory, but something they wish happened is. Okay. Um, and I agree with it, so I'm going to personalize it for me. Um, I saw someone talk about how they wish that uh, Doctor Strange was a little bit more disturbed. Um, after going through the 14 million different possibilities of him and everybody around him dying for Thanos, it would have been nice to see Doctor Strange a little bit more disturbed and, like, I don't want to say depressed, but, like, a little bit darker, uh, cold shoulderish. Yeah. Instead of being this, like, kind of happy-go-lucky sort of, like, attitude he has when peter walks in he's i mean he's like i don't want to say rude to peter but he is not uh 
He's like he's kind of like busting balls now, saying, "Hey, uh, forget about it." It's Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's just like Doctor Strange, uh, in the first movie. Yeah, it's like he, it didn't even affect him. A little I, ego. I do agree with that as well. Um, yeah, that would have been cool to see. But yeah, I just feel like living through that experience so many times. Like, I mean, you've got to yeah. have something. Um, mm-hmm. And my last point before we dive in, tag two. Why does Doctor Strange wear the Eye of Agamotto when he doesn't have the Time Stone? It's not protecting anything. Um, and that itself doesn't have any powers. Yeah. I always wonder that, too. I'm pretty sure I saw a reason when this film came out. I just can't quite remember what it was. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he just likes the way it looks with his whole outfit. I guess. You know? I don't know. I wish he would uh, wear the gloves um, then because I think the gloves look great. I don't know. I didn't I'm... like the gloves. Well. I wasn't a fan. That's why your opinions suck, buddy. Your opinions suck, too. I don't think so. We got to see the <laughs> shaken hands, you know? We got to see the scars of his past. Do you see action, the scars that you know? often? No, but you see the shaken hands. You can, you can shake a hand in a glove, though. Yeah, but he's going to have to really exaggerate it with the yellow gloves, <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. I think they look better. Um, but that is what I have for you. And if I do find the reason of why he wears the eye of Agamotto... Um, you guys will see it on screen uh, if there is if I can find a reason that is somewhat truthful and not just a random rumor. Right. Um, yeah. But if there's nothing on screen, I couldn't find anything. I apologize. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <clears throat> All right. Are we ready for Act 2? I'm ready. Roger that. All right. So the first point in Act 2. Peter finds Sandman and Electro and is able to beam them back to the Sanctum in their cells. Next, May calls Peter letting him know that the Green Goblin came to into her work, so Peter rushes over only to find out he isn't scary and is actually scared and damaged mentally. Clay. <clears throat> uh, if you guys, if you've seen our past podcast, hey, you'd get it. You're going to have to go ahead and watch the Moon Knight series for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, May convinces Peter to help them instead of just sending them back to the universes. Peter stands up to Doctor Strange, grabbing the box and leaving him in the mirror dimension and stealing his sling ring so Peter can cure them, hopefully giving them a second chance. Peter brings everybody back to Happy's house so he can cure them, starting with Doc Ock. Peter gets his tingle and knows Norman is still the Green Goblin, and he does a wild speech, making everybody else bail on the plan of getting cured. Peter and Green Goblin start fighting until they smash each other down to the lobby of the apartment. And finally, Green Goblin hits May with his glider, making her sadly pass away in Peter's arms, having to run since the damage tr- since damage control surrounded the place to arrest him. Lovely job. Thank you. Um, I uh, the one thing I really enjoyed about this. So first of all, there's a lot of dialogue in between characters that I never thought we'd ever have, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Uh, just seeing okay. how their those characters interact with each other, and I also yeah. enjoyed how they all kind of came to the the realization at the same time that they were all about to die right before they came to that one. It's like Doc mm-hmm. Ock was like, "No, he was gonna make me stop with this," and then I remember I had him by his throat, and then I was here. And Green Goblin yeah. was like, oh, I was fighting him, and then this happened, and then I was here. Um, yeah. And then how, like, you know, Doc Ock was, like, telling 
Norman, he was like, no, you're dead. And then Sandman was like, no, you're both dead, actually. <laughs> um, and then yeah. Electro uh, tells Dr. Connors, a.k.a. Lizard, Lizard was like, Matt, do I? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you tried to turn yeah. everyone to lizards. So, <laughs> gee. He, he didn't die. Did he he? Did, no, he didn't die. Yeah, so, um, he's still alive. He's still alive. But, uh, it was but, funny when um, Electro was like, he was telling the whole story, and he was like, well, shit. I was about to die. I was about to die. Yeah. Um, and I think I might have del- – oh, I did delete it. But since we're on that topic, out of all the characters, Electro had the biggest glow up of all time. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed him. I really did enjoy him in The Amazing Spider-Man. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I did like the blue, which I know is pretty – that's quite a hot take for a lot of people. I did like the blue. I liked his voice. I liked his powers. But – to see him in human form was really nice, and to see him not not like geeky comb over messed up teeth with the glasses, and it just be Jamie yeah. Fox because Jamie Fox is a stud. Use that, you he know what I mean? Stud. Like, yeah. what are we doing? I don't know why they did that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I mean, it had that cleanest fade known to man, similar mm-hmm. to mine. I don't know if you guys can tell. Nice clean Damn. fade, skin fade, you baby. Lined up today. Yes, sir. Look at that. Look at that. Nice. Ooh, crispy. Ooh. Um, but. My next point outside of that was that um, the, the, events of, the events of this movie happen right after Mysterio, as we touched on in the first yeah. act. I imagine Peter is sick and tired of his mind being just played with nonstop. We get Mysterio with all the drones and then him using the, uh, the illusions to mess him up. And then we have Doctor Strange putting him in the mir- mirror dimension and just bending yeah. buildings and everything. Yeah. It just doesn't He's seem fair. Like, what is happening? He's seen so much. Yeah. It's such little time. Also, that actually, I just thought of a question for that. During uh, No Way Home, or not No Way Home, sorry, Far From Home. Okay. I'm pr- didn't uh, Peter ask, uh, uh, Nick Fury was like, what about Doctor Strange? And he was like, busy. And then they got to the sanctum and he's just hanging out, just cold. Yeah. Um, this literally just like helps our yeah that was <laughs> stupid. This is Doctor Strange easily could have came in. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. Um, and I'm sure you are aware of this, and we're gonna touch on another similar idea of this later on in Infinity War when we do cover those. But because of Peter's tingle, he's able to keep the mm-hmm. box away from Doctor Strange, even in his mm-hmm. astral form. Loved that. There's a really nice touch, mm-hmm. and it was very similar to the Infinity War one where he can feel himself being dusted because of that. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you noticed, but in his, when Peter was in his astral form, mm-hmm. um, you could see, like, his spider senses. I, yeah. yeah. Like the little like the wiggles, little, uh, like comic books. Little wiggles. I thought that was really cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then talking about like how i really enjoy the dialogue that we get between characters and everything like that um yeah. when electro and sandman are talking and electro's like yeah I, f- I fell into a pool of electric eels and then sandman was like oh i fell into a deatomizer or whatever and then yeah. electro's like gotta be careful where you fall i guess <laughs> and dude, that was so funny it's so true uh, yeah so good. just like I mean, yeah, you got to be careful. You like, I just think you know, falling yeah. downstairs or something like that. But very yeah. uh, interesting concepts for them. I just I mm-hmm. enjoy seeing their characters mesh as well as they did. But that mm-hmm. is unfortunately what I have for you. All right, 
Um, well, I wanted to jump into the first scene when um, Electro and um, Sandman appear, mm-hmm. uh, and Peter's in this like power lines area, the forest area, and he has the phone where MJ and Ned are watching him. Yeah, the I don't know if you guys ever heard, but backseat gaming, the backseat swinging has to stop. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He's he's done this before. He's a couple times, once or twice. You know, yeah. That would really frustrate me. Do you think he can really hear him all that well, though? Mm. He's getting lightning thrown at him. Sandman's yeah. making commotion. He's swinging, going at least eighty miles per hour. I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure he said something like, "Hey, guys, stop." You he, know, he does. But so it, realistically, there's just unless he has yeah. an AirPod in, there's just no shot. <laughs> uh, uh yeah but that that, that was uh, uh that would that would have triggered me for yeah sure um and kind of touching back on your point of all the villains coming in and they're all in the sanctum talking to each other i really would i really wish we got all the actors for the villains um including sandman and dr connors mm-hmm. um i feel like there would have been a little more dialogue um so I wish we would have got them because it would have been some new dialogue that they would have had, you know, it would have mm-hmm. been cool to see. Um, and then who would have thought that we would see Dr. Strange and Spider-Man fight? That was, that was a, cool a crazy, crazy fight scene. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was awesome. You put them in the mirror dimension, just so many things going on. Yeah. Um, I love the part when, Peter's trying to swing away, and uh, Doctor Strange puts a portal and webs his own foot. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was a clever one. Um, I, yeah, and then putting him in the astral form—that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted to touch on the point of when Green Goblin turns into his darker half, mm-hmm. and I want to—I'm curious to what you're about to say about this because I, I think maybe you might have the same answer as me but why do you think peter's spider sense was so exaggerated when osborne turns into his darker half i think it was like the severity of it would be my okay that that's that's where my mind goes is the severity of knowing like what he is capable of and potentially knowing what's going to come in the future um okay that's where my head goes okay my kind of my thought process was it was so exaggerated because um, maybe he sensed the danger for Aunt May mm. in the that whole scene. Yeah. So that's why it was so like intense, so long and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably what it was because I've never seen it for that long. It's usually just super quick. You know, he sees something, he dodges it. Mm-hmm. But, um, this one lasts a, a while. So I was thinking maybe because the first thing he says when he webs – um green goblin green goblin does a goaded goaded speech and then first thing he says is it may run Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm maybe i'm breaching but i think um, i mean i like where your head's at for sure i think that also could just be said like it may run because she is the only mortal there or Mm. i guess and doc ock but like you know what i mean like she he cares a lot more about aunt may and she can't do anything to defend herself against a man that's made out of electricity, Green Goblin that's literally worse than a school shooter. 
just messed up mentally. So like she's I that's that's where my head goes. But it also could very much because okay. I don't know if his senses work through other people. You know what I mean? Because I feel like he would have gotten the sense about when MJ was falling. Uh, I mean, from maybe it's a different Spider Sense, but I've seen like different um, Spider Man, like Toby's or Andrews, where they sense danger for somebody, sense something like a wall is coming down, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and they try to save it. So, um, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to throw that thought out there. Yeah. Um, and then you didn't like the speech because I was going to say, is the Green Goblin a walking quote machine? No. Because I think he has some really good quotes for sure. They do you don't think me. so? No. Wow. The the moral you know that, of it. You have a certain taste with quotes, I feel like. It, it's just like the, the moral of the story was that I'm bad and I know I'm bad. So I'm just going to be bad and take what I want. That was the whole spiel. And it was like. I don't know. Every villain says that. Like, yeah, but he he said it in a a great way. It did do it for he me. He quoted it great. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but I, I think he's a rock and roll machine. I love when he says, "Norman's on sabbatical, honey." Yeah. I love when he says that. I thought that was great. I like the um, callback when he said, it, "I'm somewhat of a scientist myself." <laughs> that was yeah, nice. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. Um, and I think one of my favorite shots. Uh, in this movie and um, in the MCU is when... Uh, Bold statement. What's after, about to come out of your mouth? It, Bold. Okay. It's like a... Okay. Um, but the... Uh, it's after the whole fight scene. Okay. AMA's passed and everything. Yep. And J. Jonah Jameson is on the news, on the screen. Yep. And Spider-Man's in the rain. Yeah, and that one shot of oh, the yeah. huge screen of J. Jonah Jameson yep. and Spider-Man standing there watching. I, I don't. I thought it was really cool. Um, it's just a. I, I just really enjoyed I mean, the shot. Yeah, no, it was it was a great sad. shot. You just said it might be one of the best in the MCU. Like that's that's a bold bold statement. You know oh, what I, mean? I, I didn't mean. It. Sorry, I didn't. I don't think. Oh, I didn't think I said that. I meant just like one of my favorite shots personally in the MCU. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Um, but that's all my It was a thoughts. really nice shot. Definitely yeah. brought like that darker undertone of the the severity. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Um, yeah. That's all my uh, thoughts and questions. Yeah? About Act 2. Yeah. All We're right. ready to... Uh, yeah. And mm. Act 3. I think so. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, Ned mm -hmm. and MJ are at Ned's house watching the news of what happened when Ned uses the sling ring to summon Andrew and Toby. They all find Peter, and Peter's convinced on sending everyone back, not caring, not, not wanting to cure them, not wanting to fix them, not wanting to give them a second chance. But MJ won't let him. And uh, Andrew and Toby tell them, or sorry, <clears throat> But MJ won't let him, and Andrew and Toby tell him their story, so at least he feels understood. Which I like. Um, mm -hmm. They all go back to the school lab to create cures for all of them, once again. Uh, the major fight scene obviously happens, where they begin to cure each one until Ned opens a portal to escape, and Doctor Strange walks out visibly upset. Mm -hmm. The Green Goblin is the last one needing cured when he blows up the box, making the ruined spell explode in the world... And sending MJ off of a cliff. Peter's 
Peter is grabbed by the Green Goblin, and after a moment, Peter gets the upper hand and begins to let out all of his rage onto Green Goblin's body and face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Toby jumps in front of Peter as he goes to kill the Green Goblin, making him think about his choice, and he sets the glider down. Peter asks Doctor Strange to redo the spell so the multiverse won't break, and he says his goodbyes. Peter goes to MJ's work, but decides not to tell her about the past and just to move on. And we do get a, we actually get two end credit scenes, but one is just a trailer for Multiverse of Madness. So we're not even going to cover that because we've already covered that entire movie. Uh, but the mm-hmm. other end credit scene, we see Eddie Brock at a bar asking questions about that universe and about the Avengers. Uh, when he fades away, but he leaves a small amount of some black, glue, black goo that we now know is a Venom. Mm. Right there mm-hmm. is going to be a three uh, Great job. Great act three. Um, my first thought. Uh, this is a very important act for me. Because my goat appears. Yep. The Mr. Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching that scene in the theaters. Um, and the excitement that everybody uh, had was amazing. Everybody starts screaming. I do want to say one thing, but maybe there's a lot more Andrew Garfield fans. Now there is. Um, but when he came in, I think they're more excited because, oh, if Andrew's in, then Toby has to be in. So they're like just as excited, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, but I don't know. Maybe they really enjoyed Andrew Garfield. I think by I the time. I haven't met that many Andrew Garfield fans. I think by the time that, I mean, we're into the 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 end of the trilogy for Tom Holland, I feel like we've had a lot of people pivot to enjoy Andrew Garfield a lot more. Uh, yeah. And I remember we had that conversation when we were covering the amazing Spider-Man, how, I mean, he was, he was not loved. He was not liked, but I do think mm-hmm. it, it, uh, his, his Spider-Man and him as a person visually and acting wise and his role in Spider-Man yeah. has aged like absolute fine wine. The man's wine. a stud. Money. The man is putting mm-hmm. out phenomenal movies and you go back mm-hmm. and you watch the Amazing Spider-Mans, and he did everything great. It was it he was the, the the writers and the directors and the cinematographers that decided to ruin what could have been yeah. an amazing trilogy. Yeah, uh, I I did want to touch on that too, like about Andrew Garfield. Like, I'm happy this movie kind of gave him a spotlight to show that that wasn't his fault. Like, yeah. he's a great yeah great spider-man oh yeah um and i was so happy to see that i feel like they Uh, did almost focus a lot on him during that end fight scene almost to kind of give him like his flowers i'm getting emotional (laughs) because i'm so happy i'm so happy for him i was so happy for him in this film Mm -hmm. um and i thought it was crazy that they had all the stuff all the uh ingredients Mm -hmm. they needed at a school lab to cure all the uh, the villains, I thought that was wild. That's a crazy. Uh, that's a crazy lab. <laughs> well, I'm because to you got the serum, you know. Yeah, well, I mean chemistry. You billion know, you... dollar company making that serum. You can just make it in a lab. Damn near. That's a good question. You know? The only one that, in my opinion, is like out of out of like nowhere would be Green Goblins. I feel like the rest are pretty down to earth you know what i mean i can get electros yeah i mean that's super easy um sandman i don't know i don't know 
because it's like a flashing beam light yeah. that cures them. It's like a you know a reatomizer instead of a deatomizer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that one. But like the chemical ones make sense because like it's a chemistry lab. You know, they're gonna have chemicals to play with. So yeah. It's just yeah. crazy. That, yeah. Like, the green guy. Yeah. The more that I'm thinking about company. it is that is wild. <laughs> billion dollar company spends so much money on this formula to make a super soldier and they fail, but they can fix it. I mean, Toby's had a long just, time to sit on that cure. You know what I mean? That's so true. Maybe he figured out like a cheat code of how to fix it. Yeah. Technology is a lot more advanced in that, in that universe. So yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and back to Andrew again. I loved his scenes so much. Of course. Um, I think every like a good, like you said, like a good amount of his scenes were really important to his character arc. Mm-hmm. Kind of just tying that bow mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Um, the Spider-Man dialogue mm-hmm. uh, when they're at the Statue of Liberty. Thought that was amazing. I think that's like every kind of spider-man's dream to see um i wish we got more yeah. like imagine like peter telling them about thanos even though he said purple but like more yeah. in depth like he wiped out half, half of the population yeah it would have been cool to see like andrews and toby's reaction to that the mm-hmm. avengers mm-hmm. um all that stuff and then i know i'm harping on him a lot but this is my guy and i'm very happy for him and i'm happy he got his second chance um i remember watching it at theater theaters and i am damn near teared up because it was so great mm-hmm. um saving mj um, i thought it was really amazing that was really um, nice and then when we get to the green goblin and uh tom holland spider-man fight scene i really enjoyed that we got to see him not uh, to stop pulling his punches really full force onto this man. I mean, um, comically, he, he was still pulling punches, but I do see what you're saying. He was letting him fly. He was letting him fly. Yeah. Maybe he was holding back just a sliver. Because, like, I mean, in you reality, know? Spider-Man can punch through a human. And at the end of the day, that's where Norman Osborn is. Yeah, but we won't see that in MCU. We'll probably see that in, like, The Boys or something, you know? You can see Venom doing it. Oh, Venom for sure could no. do it, but can't let can't let the friendly neighborhood can't let the friendly neighborhood Spider Man be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't yeah. fly on the big screen. I don't think that would be crazy. <laughs> um, and speaking of Green Goblin too, I really wish we and I'm kind of like shocked we didn't get a Toby and Green Goblin little dialogue scene or a fight scene uh, against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that would have been really cool. Um, I thought that was like kind of the only thing really missing out of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking about the, all the cures and stuff for the villains. And like you said earlier, like how they were talking about, like they're taken away at the moment they're going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they get cured and they get sent back, are they just going to die still? Yeah, that's a really good question. I, I never understood that whole plea with Aunt May. Of, like, you can give them a second chance. Because, like, Doc Ock's about to fall into a very, very dense river and drown. Uh, Green Goblin's yeah. about to stab himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Electro's still gonna get zapped by Andrew Garfield. Technically Gwen. Sort of. 
Um, so it's, yeah, I'm confused by that. They're just going to come back and be like, oh my god, I'm normal. And then, <laughs> it's still, yeah. yeah. like You know, Green Goblin's be like, I'm good. And then the, just his <laughs> blade is just going to go. Yeah, he's you know? he's gonna come in as Spider Man's doing the backflip and be like, "Oh, I'm cured." Stab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Sandman's gonna—he didn't die. No, right? No, he just flew away, so he's gonna be good. Yeah. Well, he. Let's just hope um, he didn't get siphoned out when he was in the middle of the air, drifting through the wind. <laughs> comes back. Yeah, that's what me. I was thinking too. Um, <laughs> that would be so funny. Or, um, the only one I can see that maybe. I could survive it would be Dr. Octavius. Really? But he still has to pull it down. Um, I mean, he's falling he said, into a river. No, because he, when he was describing um, when he got taken, he had Peter mm-hmm. uh, at the neck. Mm-hmm. So he was still like, you remember that scene where he's like in the water yeah. or whatever. And this before he says, listen to me now yeah. and stuff like that. That's where he got teleported away so maybe they can think of a different way but i don't think there's any other way i think he still has to sacrifice himself yeah i don't think yeah at that, at that point his machine is still overloading like yeah what are you gonna so, do it's tough yeah i mean the only one i think walks out totally fine is max and and dr connor's yeah neither of them died yeah. before i mean max he might i He's mean gonna die he won't die because remember he didn't die the first time he just went into the ether through that like little he- headset chip. Oh, so you'll just like hop uh, up so, as a human form? I guess. And like not hmm. get absorbed through electricity. He's going to get hit with a lot he of water. Die, though. He might die because of the electricity. Still. <laughs> yeah. That or Andrew Garfield's still pretty triggered and he just lets him fly. Oh, I mean, <laughs> there is a point that I, I do want to I do want to talk about for that. Um, okay. But, and then Dr. Connors obviously survived in the other one, so he's going to survive again. He's just, I mean, he was already cured. So, like, he, he was obviously brought back before he was cured. So, either way, he was going to get cured and go to jail. So, yeah. He's just so going to rot in prison. <laughs> yeah. He's basically just ruining the Spider Man's uh, growth as a character. As yeah. Because, well. like, what if it's like mid battle and then he just turns into Dr. Connors? That would Spider-Man, be rough. Oh, you're good. That would be rough. That would be rough. Yeah. Um, and kind of just a, my three closing thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed this film. Okay. Um, I thought it was great, but I do definitely agree with you that it was more of an event. Um, and I kind of wanted to see what you think about this. Would you kind of see this film as, you know how you, when we talk about the Captain America trilogy, we mm-hmm. get Civil War. Mm-hmm. Would you kind of consider this? As, yeah, like a Captain America Civil War for Spider Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, because um, it's basically it's just it's just a Spider Man movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thousand agree. And yeah, and then do you does Doctor Strange know what spell he did? Yeah. After, okay, because I was maybe he was just like try to find Spider Man and then like talk to him about it, like hey what happened you know oh i mean he's wiping everybody's memory of peter parker so i don't think he's gonna remember that spider-man is peter parker if that was your question yeah but like like that's what i'm saying like do you know like obviously he knows a spell of like forgetting yeah. who he was so I, um, I just think he's gonna remember that he did a spell for someone to erase everyone's memory 
Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's true. I think that's how he's going to remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my final thought, I we saw it for a glimpse, but I really enjoy Peter's new suit. Mm. Um, and I'm excited to see it in the future for sure. Yeah, I am as well. Um, mm. I also have a point about that as well. Um, mm. Jesus. Okay. That is what you have? Yes. Okay. I love it. I, I love got. it. Great points out of you. Thank you. Um, and then, so how you were talking about how could be, it is for you and your opinion, one of the best shots in the MCU, the whole Jameson thing with him in the back. For me, coming from this movie, in my personal opinion, could be top five in this movie and potentially in the whole Spider-Verse, I'll say for sure, is when they're yeah. all talking on the Statue of Liberty about being Spider-Man. Um, it was yeah. super cool. Um, and actually, it, it, this happens before, but when we were talking about uh, not pulling punches, when they're in the lab, uh, Andrew says that he stops pulling punches after a while. And I would mm-hmm. have loved to seen that darkness either not necessarily come out in this movie, but God forbid we get an Amazing Spider-Man 3 where the first 30 minutes of that film is him just decimating people and him trying to recover. I would love that. I would love that. That'd be so, so cool. Be so nice. Um, And I mean, it's funny how you, you could say 85% of your points were about Andrew. Weirdly enough, a lot of mine are as well. <laughs> because I mean, he, he is great. Um, I yeah. love how they all like, they're like, okay, I've never worked as a team. And Andrew's like, neither have I. And Tom's like, well, I have. I was in the Avengers. And they're talking about, is he is that a band or blah, blah, blah. Are you in a band? Yeah. And Toby's like, yeah. that's great. What is it? Like, so encouraging. <laughs> um, yeah. But then at the end, like as they're breaking, Andrew's like, I love you guys. And Toby and Tom yeah. look at him like, thanks. <laughs> this yeah. is so funny. That's crazy. They don't say I love you back. I That crazy. is disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> you know? Um, why are they fighting at the Statue of Liberty? I get the whole premise of like when he's on the call and he's like, I'm here at a place that uh, represents second chances. It's still a national landmark and you're about to fight six villains. Yeah. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, I do agree with his. Go to the desert. Like another, yeah. You know. <laughs> Dude, that doesn't make any sense. Just, what I would think is just like, it's the only area where there's like not that many civilians. Yeah. It's just surrounded by water. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was about to write that down too. And then I, that's what I thought. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, you can go, you just go to Staten Island it's... instead and just it, whatever civilian that does die there, like it's Staten Island. Like it's fine. You know what I mean? Hey, what about our viewers? What, are, what about our viewers in Staten Island? As far as I'm aware, we've got no checks in New York. So I'm game to say whatever I want there. <laughs> For now. For you know, now. This might blow up here soon, you know? Well, then I'll have some apologies to make. Psych. Okay. Staten Island sucks. Um, I liked the little touch of Max uh, when, you know, Andrew took off his, his uh, I almost said his hat, his mask. Um, his hat. Max was yeah. like, thought you would be black. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, it's almost, like, it is a compliment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is gonna sound super weird. And I don't know how. I don't know how to say this without it being like a weird race thing. But like, if I'm if I'm wearing an outfit and I get a compliment on it, I'm like, first of all, as a male, compliments I will think about them for ten plus years because I don't I get don't them know. a lot. Yeah. 
But when a black dude that's drippy as hell tells me like, "Yo, you're fit as fire," oh, dude, oh yeah, cloud nine. That's like when when like the old black lady calls you like sugar or baby, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. dude, oh, you are the nicest." <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Um, I loved um, when he said, "I I wish I thought you were black," mm-hmm. and it goes over to Andrew. He kind of like gives like a, well. <laughs> unlucky is. Yeah, yeah yeah uh you and that know. is another thing i wrote down is that obviously miles morales so it is kind of mm-hmm. i feel like especially in well only in this trilogy we've gotten a good amount of hints about him which is cool yeah um i got a question for you it's gonna be kind of long-winded okay. what right. do you think could have happened to ned slash still might happen now that dr strange knows about him using the ring and Doctor Strange even allowing his cloak to go save Ned during that end, ba- that end battle, anything like that. Do you think there could be something more that will evolve from that? Because Ned can't become Hobgoblin, because that's not Harry yeah. Osborn. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. So do you do you foresee Ned pursuing that, or do you see Doctor Strange pursuing Ned to bring him to the Mystic Arts? I for sure see Doctor Strange pursuing him. Mm-hmm. Um it would have been really cool uh, and a really cool touch if we saw Ned in Carmitage and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Been I thought so that would have been cool. really cool. Um, Agreed. Yeah, but I, I hope I hope he does. I think that's super... I, I think, think there's a lot of untapped potential right there. Yeah. Um, and the uh, I don't know his, the actor's name that plays Ned, but he's I in... I can't think of it. He, he lost a good amount of weight. He's in... Yeah great shape he is he's, he's also a stud super drippy yeah he's a stud too yeah so i i, I say they just roll with it you know yeah agreed mm-hmm. um we've kind of already touched on it but the scene of just peter giving norman the work mm-hmm. i felt like as an mcu fan and as a spider-man fan we we needed that you know what i mean yeah. we've seen too yeah. many times of spider-man getting his butt kicked and him not mm-hmm. doing the kicking. And yeah. I mean, just the combos he was hitting, the webbing of the floor with his foot so he couldn't pivot, hitting him with the meanest kidney shot into yeah. the knee. And then th- the closing move where he grabs his back and flips him over himself. Yeah. Oh! Oh! <laughs> and then just giving him like, multiple right dudes just letting them fly yeah it's nuts um something i wish they i i think that they could have done better and i wish they did do better was when the people were going back to their rightful universes the animation of it just kind of seemed lack of a better term like kind of lazy like just kind of glowed yeah and then went away and i wish there would have been something a little bit cooler of it you know what i mean like obviously we got the dusting in Endgame and Infinity War, like that was a nice touch because it was like you got to see their silhouette for a moment before they drifted away, and it was like they were gone. But for them, it was just like a beam of light and they were gone. And I don't know. Yeah, it was. I don't even know how you would like. What else could you do? Obviously, not dusting. No, but like maybe but... just like like they're they get sucked into space. You know what I mean? Or like if they got sucked back into that. Yeah, the cracks. The cracks. Yeah, yeah, that would have been, cool. been cool. Yeah. Um, and then I got a fan theory and I got another point that uh, I think is pretty neat. So we got three okay. new suits in this movie. 
which is insane. We got the black and gold, the one where he has the tape. Um, we got the integrated suit, which is when he's wearing his normal suit, and then uh, Doc Ock gives back his nanotech, and we get the mm-hmm. end the end suit, which I think all look great. The end suit, obviously, kind of paying homage to a little more classic suit. Um, that yes. black and gold suit was unbelievable. I was a huge fan of that one a, a lot. That is what I thought the Night Monkey suit should have been. Um, yeah, that one was. Just, I mean, that that would have made sense. That yeah, been cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then this is kind of sad, and it is another fan theory that I saw, but I think it does make some sense. Uh, there's a fan okay. theory about the Iron Spider, and that after the spell, the Iron Spider will no longer re- no longer recognize yeah. Peter, so he'll never be able to use that suit again, which I think is devastating. Because uh, yeah. that, for me, is, I think, without a shadow of a doubt, my favorite suit Tom has. I love everything about it. I love how he got it. I love the usage of it. I love the the special things that come with it, how it pays mm-hmm. homage to Tony. So to not see it is – if we don't see it again, it will be sad. Because um, I know the homecoming suit had Karen. Mm-hmm. So is this far from home not have it? Because they kind of just abandoned that whole thing. Yeah. Of – Maybe just having like having an AI in a suit. Maybe just turned off the audio like you do on like Apple Maps. Or you just like mute it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I need. Yeah. I know I'm making a left turn. Right. I don't need you to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the Far From Home suit is one of my favorites out of him. I do like the the nanotech the black and red one, it, but I love the far. Yeah. Yeah, that one's also yeah. really nice. What I. I talked about it last episode, but I just love the way his hands look where it's just the black oh, yeah. palm and the red tips mm-hmm. on his uh, fingertips. Uh, so sick. That is a nice mm-hmm. touch. Uh, yeah. With that being said, are you ready for a rating? I am. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. This is going to be biased because of my goat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you ready? I am. All right. Three, two, one, go. Eight, five. Eight, four. Oh, wow. Okay. So eight, five was the same for Far From Home as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I um, Okay. I truly do think that if this movie wasn't spoiled six months in advance, I would have honestly gave it a higher rating. And if they did some... I don't want to say better because I do like the story of it, but... The moment the leaks came out, I felt like I was almost able to envision how the story was going to go, and it kind of did exactly yeah. that. And obviously, having that little of time after the leaks came out to pivot into doing reshoots and rewriting to do something different, obviously, would that's not going to happen. But I wish that they would have done something different after those leaks, or have done... Yeah. I This is crazy for me to say, because it's Marvel, but Marvel should have done a better job on keeping this movie so under wraps. Like, like done, Endgame. Just like Endgame. Or like, because they like they did an Endgame, there was, there was fake leaks. They would give reporters fake leaks to put out into the internet so that the real stuff was still hidden. Uh, they yeah. they could have done that. There were so many like, little things that they could have done. Obviously, the whole interviewing with Toby and Andrew, they can only do so much. Especially when they're like, they're just as excited. You know what I mean? Like, they're giddy. They're like, and oh Andrew my God. Had the, Andrew had the toughest because I th- I forgot the movie. He was filming. It was a Netflix film. It was a musical. And he had a lot oh, yeah. of uh, lot of interviews about yeah. 
uh, that movie, but that question popped up a lot. He did great. He really defended himself. I mean, I mean, like, what else could you do? You know, I you're on the hot spot. They show the leaked picture. They could have, you know, definitely like I, I. This is not necessarily on on Andrew, but like his PR team should have been like, hey, let me look over your questions. Because like we're yeah. not letting. Because like one, he's also he, the whole premise of him doing that, all that tour and all that media was to promote a different movie. And then, yeah, yeah. like you were saying, ninety percent of those interviews were about this movie, which like isn't fair to the movie that he's trying to promote, and also it's isn't fair to him. him. Be, like yeah. he can't talk about it. So now you're just putting him in yeah. the hot seat to be like to be like Tom or to be like Mark Ruffalo, where they just leak everything. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with you that um, if it didn't get leaked, it'd probably be higher. Um, it's weird to say because out of Tom Holland's films. Far From Home is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And this is, and I rated Far From Home 8.3. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason this is 8.4 is because I get Your the closure of uh, Andrew's character arc Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I think without him in the film, I, I would have been beyond triggered. If it was just him and Toby, I, I would have lost it. There's no way they would have let that fly. If they're bringing in Toby, it was like they had to bring in the middleman. And if they won it, I feel like they would have scrapped the whole idea. Yeah. Um, but that's the only reason why it's a little higher. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I enjoy the film. I think it's great. I think it's a really good character arc for Tom Holland Spider-Man as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. No, continue. Um, I think it was really like what like is good for his character art because you have andrew that's dealt with um his girlfriend passing away Mm -hmm. and then toby is just more experienced so they're giving him so much more wisdom and Mm -hmm. saving him from killing green goblin saving his girlfriend yeah um to make him a better man and a better spider-man absolutely um and hopefully we get to see him in another i mean we do get spider-man 4 so i'm really excited to see uh, what he's going to be like in Spider-Man 4, maybe 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. I think he does have potential for me to be my GOAT. Um, but I have to see those those other Ab- films. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is that they were committed to this idea from when they were making Homecoming. And they started building this script in 2019 to make this movie wow. happen. So, um, and I do believe I read somewhere that um, Andrew and Toby both got, like, they were reached out to by Marvel in early 2020 about the idea um, Mm. to do the shoots. And, like, they got a, it was like, they, like, Marvel sent out their, like, feelers, like, hey, how would you feel about doing this? Like, would you be willing to do a movie with us? And they both said yes, obviously, that's why we got this movie. But, like, apparently they didn't... They were under contract to do like a scene just so they would be committed. And then once they got there, they were like, hey, here's your scripts. We're going to need you for like half a movie. And they're like, there was a an interview of all three of them. And apparently Toby and Andrew were like, when they got their, their, um, their scripts and went back to their trailers, like they like them yeah. together were like super excited because they're like oh like yes i'm glad it's not just like a scene like i'm happy to be in the yeah. suit again and everything like that i don't know it just made me uh when we were talking about that it made me think of that 
Also, mm-hmm. Tom, love- Andrew, and Toby all have a, a WhatsApp group message together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which I, I think is fire. Well. That's fire. It's fire. <laughs> uh, I really love the behind the scenes of them all in their suits, them pointing at each other, yeah. them like looking at their suits. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it'd be crazy as like, um, cause they're all Spider-Man fans, but like, especially for Tom's perspective, mm-hmm. like seeing Andrew's suit in real life and seeing oh, yeah. Toby's, I think it would be amazing to see. It'd be like, that'd be such a crazy experience and I would never forget that. Oh, ever. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I think you have something for me. Yeah. A little topic question. Um, we kind of already touched, I had two, uh, but we kind of already touched on the, does Ned still remember he has the powers of the mystic arcs? Mm -hmm. I think he does. Yeah. Um, pretty sure he does. Um, but the one I really wanted to touch on was, do you think we'll ever see Tom Hardy's venom face off against Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Or we witness the introduction of a new Venom. Um, I'm pretty. I mean, I can't say for certain. I don't think we're gonna get a Tom Tom Hardy's Venom versus Tom Holland, um, mm-hmm. because that uh, Marvel didn't have any touch onto what happened into Tom Hardy's Venom movies. So I don't think Marvel wants to bring his character into their universe. So I'm pretty sure Marvel yeah. wants to make their own Venom. Would you like to see Tom Hardy's? Venom versus Spider-Man? I mean, yeah. Out of the two Venoms we've had, I like Tom Hardy's a lot more. Um, But I just, I know Marvel can cook up something better than that, which sucks that they've already used Tom Hardy because I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, that is true. It would have been nice to see him in the MCU as Venom. Mm -hmm. For the Marvel to write, that would have been cool. But I... Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I don't know. I don't think we're going to see Tom Hardy's Venom yeah. fight Tom Holland's, but um, I really, I would really enjoy seeing a new Venom, um, seeing what they can do, just exactly what you said. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm really excited for that. Anything Sony arc. can do, Marvel can do better. So it's like <laughs> easily. <laughs> so easily. yeah, they're just there along the ride. Yeah, catching yeah. bags. By the way. Catching backs, yeah, from Marvel, super annoying. Yeah, um, just, Disney needs just to give them a huge bag. Apparently, they've they offered, just, but they have. Sony knows what they have, and they're like, "No, we're good." So I do kind of. I actually, I do respect Sony for that. I as well. I absolutely as yeah. well. As much as we love Marvel. Disney owns too much already. <laughs> like, and Sony Sony owns a good amount too. Like, I don't want Disney playing around with any of the PlayStation games at all because Sony kills it. Yeah, that is true. That games. is very true. So. Um, that's like the one thing Sony can stand on business with. It's like we can make a fucking yeah. video game. We can make that. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to a two-hour film, forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> um, with all that, though, are we ready to jump into a little bit of Marvel news? Let's jump into some Marvel news, brother. All right. First one. First things first. <clears throat> I'm the realist. You're the realist. Thank you, sir. Hey. Second thing second. The Marvel Netflix shows are officially canon in the MCU, added to the MCU timeline in order in Disney+. Plus. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's... It, it, 
I think we did touch on this um, in an episode you guys will be seeing a couple days after this episode is uh, uploaded, mm-hmm. so be on the lookout. But we do talk about Daredevil and how now that it's canon and what we're covering, we're kind of going to need to go back and <laughs> maybe watch that figure out what's happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next one is Deadpool 3 is rumored to have a trailer during the Super Bowl. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, uh, I like football. I used to be really into it. I used to watch every Super Bowl. But, you know, as I grew older, I haven't really been staying in touch with mm. the NFL realm. Mm. But I will be watching the Super Bowl just for that trailer. I'll be watching halftime all day, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, especially after, you know, Dallas got absolutely mollywopped by Green Bay. Yeah. Didn't know Green Bay was like that. Did not know they were like that. Um, that was unlucky. But the Eagles also mm-hmm. lost, so like, you know, I'll take my dub where I can get it. Um, yeah. Fantastic Four will reportedly start filming in July, and Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. has dropped out of a film to clear his schedule for filming. So, and also... Good for him. Apparently it is rumored as well that Fantastic Four's cast is officially locked. So, I don't know. I'm really nervous about Fantastic Four. I'm really nervous. I can't say Especially if Silver Surfer is in there. And I've heard a lot of rumors about that character. Yeah. Um, So hopefully we get the cast. I don't know if we will ever. Maybe in the first trailer we'll see, but I would hope we'd get the cast by the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one is sorry if I butcher your name, but uh, Edel, Edlin Henson and Deborah Ann Wool are coming back to Daredevil: Born Again. Um, a lot of Daredevil news lately. I mean, I'm uh, enjoying it though. Yeah. I do enjoy the character with um, with Echo great. and with it now being canon, yeah. obviously, and Born Again coming out shortly. Makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I like I just said. I, I'm going to speak for Gonzo here as well. We have not watched the yeah. Daredevil Netflix show, so I don't know much about uh, yeah. Eldon Henson. But I know Deborah Ann Wool is in the Punisher series as Karen, and I loved mm-hmm. her. And apparently, there's been some articles, and she's done a couple interviews where, like, after that show, she hasn't really been able to find roles, and it seems like her kind of acting career is kind of tapered off, which is really sad because she did a really good job playing karen and i imagine she did a really good job playing karen in this as well because people were rioting to get them back so yeah i'm happy that they're back yeah i think it's great as well yeah <clears throat> uh next one being that tatiana mansley definitely butchered that uh says she hulk season two as unlikely stating in an interview i think we blew our budget and disney was like uh no thanks uh, and just to kind of give everyone a clarifying idea, season one was a, was at roughly $225 million. Uh, Which is more than Spider-Man No Way Home's budget. Yeah, it's also $25, it it's $25 million more than Spider-Man No Way Home's. It's also $25 million more than The Avengers. Kind of puts Which in perspective. But they had Meg um, Thee Stallion, so, you know. Money well spent, maybe. Yeah. She probably asked for that twenty, that extra twenty five mil. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, wasn't a fan of the She Hulk season one. So, 
I'm not, I wouldn't say excited, but I'm not uh, mad that they're not doing a season two. That's fair. You know? Yeah. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? Are you bummed that uh, there's no season two? A little bit. Because they set up yeah. so much in season one, and now we're not going to get any answers. Like, we got to see Abomination. That was really neat. Obviously, Wong's in it. And then we also get to see when Wong takes Abomination to the Fight Club and Shang-Chi. That was neat. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there were a couple people getting... Uh, they got uh, her blood. Uh, so there's, like, another Hulk now. Uh, there's just like a lot of little stuff that, like, now we're not going to see, which bums me out. But I don't I know. I think it'll get answered, but it's going to be a while. Because it's not going to be in the show. It'll probably just be like Obviously over not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in the first episode of Agatha, we see her finally break out of the spell she's been trapped in. She can't wait to continue her murderous ways, but realizes she's powerless. The only way to forward for her is to embark on a perilous quest to get her powers back with an unlikely friend or two. Um... I'm excited for Agatha. I thought she was a great character in uh, WandaVision. Um, obviously, we're not going to get a cameo from Wanda herself because she is dead. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to take the show. That's fair. I don't know. I'm uh, yeah. I'm really on the fence about this because like the it being a musical is going to make it weird. Um, I feel like, but I'm intrigued yeah. to see what the whole unlikely friend or two thing is about. Um, like, yeah. Cause the way that they said it in the post was like, uh, some, it was like somebody that we know and just doesn't seem like they would team up with her. So like, mm. do we get white vision? Something, you know what I mean? Like something yeah, random cool. like that. Like, I don't know. You know? Um, but yeah. That would have been dope. Still have yet to see, see him. We've still... I haven't gotten any news about the celestial that's sticking out of Earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Since that. It's been a minute. Um, <laughs> Madame Webb is rumored to have a runtime of one hour and 56 minutes long, making it the longest SUMC, Sony Universe, <laughs> Marvel's characters. Uh, it is That is the longest movie thus far in that. S-U-M-C. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to say, especially when I've never yeah, seen it before. That is really. S-U-M-C. Yeah. Um, Some. Yeah. Like we said before in the last Marvel news, um, we're just, I feel like I could talk for both of us that we're just curious how the story is going to be, even mm -hmm. though Sydney Sweeney's char character isn't really the main character. Maybe she'll become the main character. So um, I'm excited to see all those uh, like Spider-Man uh, characters though for sure mm -hmm. i agree and the next one actually ties in <laughs> so take the floor yeah uh sony wanted andrew garfield go uh to be the spider-man in madam webb but changed the plan to tom holland which meant they had to do a lot of reshooting and removed a lot of references to spider-man um i mean it's cool that we get tom holland because now we can kind of get like a crossover um and Sony doesn't really do a good job with their films most of the time. 
but it would have been interesting to see like Stony have their own little Spider Verse with Andrew Garfield and uh, the Madam Web cast and all that stuff. That's that <clears> is exactly <throat> where I'm at. I th- I yeah. think Sony Sony needs to stay in their lane and try to build their their business. And I I I don't even think Tom Holland is actually in the film. I think it's just placed in his universe. Um, I see. So. But it would have been nice because then it's like, okay, you can then bring in Venom, which yeah. bring that into that universe. And then you have – there's three films right there. You know what I mean? And then we're, obviously we're going to get crazy yeah. soon. I don't know. Like I felt like they could have easily kind of done that within their Sony-verse and just had Tom Holland come in for Marvel for the Marvel films. But mm. I don't know. I mean the whole reshooting and removing a lot of references makes me uneasy about the film for sure. Makes me Same. worried. Yeah. I'm a little worried about it. Like, you don't have to. Actually, well, deleting the references, it's probably just referencing Andrew Garfield's mm-hmm. Spider-Man's yeah. whole spiel with, like, Electro or something like that. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, that's all we got for uh, Marvel News. And I think that's all we got um, for you guys today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no? Just a great film. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed this uh, this episode with you, Clay. Yeah, man. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, um, I won't be able to see you because uh, I'm gone. You know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't we're like really three hours apart. You know. Um, it's really annoying. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Uh, why are you acting weird? I just I Am thought I, I thought you were like eight feet that way but i mean I, I maybe i'm thinking oh no i live with a different tyler that's what uh, it is maybe another multiverse maybe You're i just mean talking in a i forgot uh, well, multiverse discord his name is tyler garbanzo beans so i kind of got last I names see. mixed up and yeah yeah um, he's got a he's got yeah. a um instead of is that kobe in the back that jersey yeah you see he's got yeah. lebron james on the wall instead ah uh, yeah i see yeah yeah i have a uh, Clay, I know he's the one I do the um, most of the podcast with. His last name's actually uh, Clay Aiton. Clay who? <laughs> he used to be a singer on uh, Aiton, I think is what his name. Aiton. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I think he used to be a singer on, uh, uh, what's it called? American Idol. Oh, Clay Ankin. Ankin. Thank you. Yeah. 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 You have him too? That's crazy. Wow. Uh, yeah. He's in my um, universe as well. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. I've got referenced by him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Let's get the heck off here. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Uh, everybody, yeah. like, comment, subscribe. Um, per the usual, if you don't leave a comment about which one of your Spider-Man was the favorite in this film, I'm going to fly to your home and I'm going to dropkick you. You don't want that. Give me one of these. <laughs> you don't want one of these. <laughs> Um, ah yes, eh? but yeah, go ahead and check out the socials right there. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we got some big things mm-hmm. in the works. We're actually going to be playing around with some stuff tonight to maybe make this a lot easier for us. So yeah, yeah. until then, we have been the Watchers. <gasps> mm-hmm. Peace. Peace. Damn, buck grease. Buck grease. <laughs>